Welcome to the Ripple Effect Martial Arts Podcast. Hi, everybody. We're here today with Miss Emily Fox. She has very recently earned her first degree black belt in American freestyle Taekwondo from Ripple Effect Martial Arts. And she's also a mother and she's also a, would you say founder? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> We're going to explore this too and and talk about it, but uh, she has initiated a scholarship to help other young people, young women in particular, to explore the the martial arts. So thank you very much, Miss Fox, for being with us. Yeah, today. absolutely. It's my pleasure. I'm very honored that that you asked me to be part of this. <laughs> well, let's start with what's your what's your background in in the martial arts, what brought you into it? Sure. So I'm a mother of two. Um, and what initially brought me to Ripple Effect was finding them at a holiday. I believe it was a Halloween thing where we spun the wheel and won some free classes and a free uniform and got the kids involved. That was, I think, 2016. Quite a while we've been in the Ripple Effect system. Um, myself, I kind of sat on the sideline, you know, it was something for my kids to do and was happy having him there and seeing the benefits in their life. Um, and then in 2018, I had a couple of girlfriends that also had sons that were training and I went to class one day and they were out on the mat and I was like, okay, well, maybe this is like a mother's day mom thing. And then the next time I went, they were out on the mat again. And internally, I just kept thinking, man, like I can't be the only mom that's on the sidelines now. Like I have to join too, right? So internal peer pressure really kind of moved me to start. Um, and then it clicked for me like it clicked for my son. It just found so many things and so much value in training and ripple effect that, you know, it's just something that I became very, very passionate about. And then that kind of worth that I got from training is kind of what spawned the Empower Her scholarships. Just how much benefit I got from it kind of started me thinking about, you know, how important it is for women to, you know, get these skills that they can obtain by training and just how important it is for women to be empowering other women and decided that I needed to find a project for my leadership project that would allow women that same opportunity to uh, to allow martial arts to empower them in their lives in the same way that I found that empowerment. And that's kind of what, what started it all. That's awesome. So for anybody listening that doesn't know, earning a black belt from the beginning takes about four years. And a leadership project is one of the re requirements for um, you, you need to develop a uh, project that will help others in your community. That's the general requirement. And that comes about about three and a half years. And so when did the idea of Empower Her, can you do, talk about that when it came yeah. to you and how it came to you? Um, so the exact moment that it kind of the spark hit um, was our, I think it was our second in-house intramural tournament after COVID. So it was still uh, you couldn't really have anybody with you. It was live streamed. And I performed a fan form that I had created on my own. 
um, after coming back to train after tearing my ACL. So I had created this form as kind of my rise of the Phoenix is what I originally titled it. My coming back from the ashes of this injury and coming back stronger. Um, after I performed the form, Mrs. Miss Hayes came and gave me some advice and said, you know, these are, this is really great. And here's some advice on how you can improve it going forward. Um, and when I thanked her, she said specifically that she really loved being able to empower women in martial arts. And that just really struck a chord with me and really got me thinking about my own journey, how much it really meant to me, how much it meant to me to have all of these other women in the community supporting that journey. And I just decided I have to do something that has that type of an impact. I need to have a project that's going to inspire the next generation of female martial artists to get involved in the community and to be able to receive that empowerment from martial arts. What do you think the, um martial arts training imparts to women in particular? For me personally, I've identified really three key points that have meant the most to me in my personal journey that martial effects has afforded me. Self-esteem, right? Martial arts is a great way for women to feel empowered. That's where empower her came from. And it's a great way to feel capable of meeting challenges head on. You know, we all want to reach our full potential as people, right? And martial arts really has helped me develop a roadmap for both on and off the mats on, on how to get there, right? Another big one is self-awareness. It forces us, martial arts forces us to test ourselves, right? Test our abilities, test our, what we're capable of physically and mentally. And many times we find out that we're so much more capable than what we gave ourselves credit for. Perseverance, determination, tenacity, these are all skills that we develop while we're training on the mats. But a lot of times we find out while we're training that we have these, you know, qualities all along, along the whole way. And, and a really big one for me, and one of the things that I'm passionate about is, is women's self-defense, right? Women are just simply at a higher risk of attack than men from both strangers and within close relationships. On average, 600 women are sexually assaulted every single day. And self-defense really starts with the mindset that you're worth defending. Um, and that comes with that self-worth and that self-esteem, right? Once you feel like you're worth defending, then you find the strength in being able to do that. Self-awareness, self-esteem, and self-defense skills can really be the difference in, in a positive outcome in an attack situation and a negative one. So being able to empower women to find that quality and that mindset that they're worth defending and that they have this worth um, is really the biggest takeaway for me in martial arts. That is extremely articulate. I, I, <laughs> the idea of awareness, self-awareness, I remember one of the first, this is years ago, but the first self-defense workshops that Master Macy taught, he said, someone's walking, you're walking down the street and someone's walking behind you and it feels in any way uncomfortable. You turn around mm -hmm. and confront. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just say, hi, something like that. Mm -hmm. And that can be enough to, oh, well, if there's no problem, there's no problem. Hi. And somebody goes on. Right. And if there is a problem, that's a, a confrontation that is not aggressive, but 
makes a potential attacker know that you're aware of where they are. Of course, that awareness is is definitely key in being able to, like you said, confront in that moment. A lot of times people aren't aware that they're giving off very uncomfortable vibes to the people around them. And it could be a very innocent situation where you're like, oh man, like I had no idea. I'm so sorry. Um, or it could be like, oh wow, like she that person, that woman is aware of the fact that I'm behind here. Maybe I want to rethink this, you know, potentially negative situation that they have in their head at that moment. So having that awareness and then not just that awareness, but on top of that, having the skills and the ability to defend yourself should that awareness not be enough um, is, is really, I feel incredibly crucial for um, women and young women, especially teenagers, preteens to kind of have that awareness and ability ingrained in, in their capability. So let's talk about the ability side from, from white belt to black belt mm -hmm. over the course of years. What do you feel like you've gained in ability? But, you know, strength, uh, agility, things like that. Absolutely. Um, strength, agility, flexibility, for sure. Balance is a big one. You know, being able to be, to turn around to confront somebody and be in a situation and a stance that is empowering and that is well-balanced in the case someone comes at you is huge. You know, for the longest time, I thought I was the clumsiest person in the world, but you know, training has really helped me be able to balance myself, not only physically, but mentally as well, to know that, you know, how I stand and how I portray myself um, is just as important and empowering and, and, and as strong as having physical bulk and muscles to be intimidating as well. Yeah, <laughs> going from um, those initial white belt 10 push-ups, let's do 10 push-ups. And then getting to, you know, 70 at red belt or something, and then getting to, all right, let's initiate 24 hour test with hundred pushups. And we'll be doing that several times over. You think that more or less anyone could join up and achieve these kind of benefits? Absolutely. You know, myself starting, there was, no way I ever envisioned myself even getting on the mats. Like I said, my son trained for two years before I even had the thought in my head to join him. And, and starting out, I was like, okay, this will be great. You know, I'll have fun with the girls. But again, never envisioned getting all the way to black belt. Just didn't even thinking that I was capable of doing that physically. And, and the home at ripple effect, they're not so much as, you know, you, you have to be strong. You have to do a hundred pushups. You have to do this. They, they want you to do the best that you can do and push those limits for yourself. And that's going to be different for everybody, right? Like myself is 40 years old. The amount of pushups I'm capable in of 60 seconds is far less than what my son at 11 is capable of doing. So being able to know yourself and know how to modify what you need to for your own body is key. But anybody of any physical age range or physicality could join the program and get just as much out of it. Because like I said, it's not all physical, right? A lot of it is the mental training that you get of knowing that you're worth defending, whether or not you think you're capable of doing it physically, defending yourself or not, knowing that you're worth defending is one step ahead of where you could be, right? One step ahead of one more piece of knowledge, one more tool to add to the tool belt in that situation is just the knowledge of knowing that you're capable.
What does your son think of you training? I, I would hope that he's proud of the training that I did. It's definitely, like I said, for my son, it really clicked. My daughter also joined, but after about a year, it was just, you know, she just didn't have the passion for it um, that my son did. And so it was karate and ripple effect was kind of his thing. Um, and so when I decided to take the step to get out on the mats myself, the first thing that I did was talk to him. And I said, you know, I know this is kind of your thing. How would you feel if I joined you? And he was like, oh, mom, that'd be cool. I'd be so honored if you would do that. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the position he's had all along. Like I, it's weird as a parent, right? You go to all these things, these belt promotions. And the first time he did a back black belt summit, it was like this sense of pride as a parent, right? That it's like, wow, like my kid is amazing. He's capable of all of these things. Like this is amazing. And as a parent, there's been a couple of situations where I'll do something like this past weekend and my son Jordan will be like, mom, like, I'm so proud of you. And as a parent, like, you don't, you don't get to hear that from your kid, right? You're the one supposed to be supporting your kid and encouraging them. So having your child tell you that they're proud is a phenomenal feeling for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, something that is um, a little less, what would we say, uh, romantic about the black belt experience is you got to keep all your stuff together and you know you've got sparring pads you've got weapons you've got all number of equipment and everything that you're donning and taking off and putting down and so forth and that can get mixed up and that is a huge aspect because it's kind of the same as school or something you know just going do you have your pencils? Do you, did you pack your lunch or do you, you know, and um, something that you're doing for the last year, at least very heavily, you're focused on how do I pack my things? So I know where they are. I can get them readily and stuff like that. Did you see that with your son at all? There was a lot of the whole, like, okay, do you have this weapon? Do you have your sparring gear? Do you have your bag? Do you have your water bottle? All of those things. Um, and then he hit prep cycle, right? And at prep cycle, it's very much starting to get drilled in that you are responsible for your own journey. If you are late, I don't, you're 10, you can't drive, but if you're late, it's your responsibility, not mom's. Um, and so right about that, like he really became independent in that aspect. And it was like, he's got his gear bag. He's got his weapons. He's got his wallet. If he doesn't have it, guess you don't have it. You know, there's not a, mom reminding you and checking everything down the checklist at that point and and the same was of me once I started prep cycle it was like okay I've got to be responsible for these own things the first black belt summit that I did as a brown belt you know we were getting ready to bow in and I told him I was like I love you and I'm supportive of you if you need something but I ain't your mama when we get on that mat like I have my own journey I have to be responsible for myself like I don't have the time or the capability in this situation to do it for two. I have to do it for myself. You have to do it for yourself. Um, and that's something that we kind of grew doing together. As a parent, I want to do everything for him. And this kind of forced my hand as, look, I, I can't. If I do it for him, I'm not going to be doing it for myself. So you kind of gain a sense of independence and instill a sense of independence in them. That's super cool. I, you know, we talk a lot on this when I talk to people on this podcast, I look at the the paradoxes, and that's that's one of them. Where you're 
so disciplined that you become independent. And, you know, that's a paradox, but that really does happen. It's like, okay, my 10 or 11 year old kid, we're on the same level. We're responsible to the same degree for what we can do. And it's an incredible evening, I guess, of um, those roles. When it comes to the future, you know, with Empower Her, can you just talk a little bit about how people can find out about that or what, what you're doing with Empower Her? Absolutely. Um, so like I said, Empower Her Scholarships kind of started as my leadership project. You know, I had this idea to raise money, support the community that has supported me for years. And as I started doing this project and raising these funds, which was great, um, sold these t-shirts, which was fabulous, and then started to award the scholarships. My initial goal was three scholarships, one for each of the three schools. Um, and we were able to give away eight, which was awesome. Um, and the feeling that I got giving away these scholarships was like, wow, like I am impacting this woman or this girl's future in martial arts. And just the feeling that that gave me really was like, I can't, we can't stop. This project can't stop, right? It needs to be an annual thing. Like we need to be able to award scholarships every year. We need to just keep the momentum going. So I worked and was able to fully incorporate Empower Her Scholarships as a 501c nonprofit organization to keep the momentum going. We've had a couple of other fundraising opportunities did a charity ladies wine night that we did a private a silent auction at to raise a couple hundred dollars. The next big scholar or the next big fundraising opportunity is Ripple Effect is hosting a women's self-defense seminar in a couple of weeks on November 19th. All of the proceeds of that seminar will go to empower her to support the next round of the 2023 scholarships. Um, and that's kind of really at this point, like I, I want to keep it going. I want to be able to award scholarships every March during Women's History Month. This next year, I'd love to be able to get the funds to do 10 scholarships, one in each of our five schools, including our Florida school, because I mean, we're all Ripple Effect family, right? No matter if we're Fort Collins, Broomfield, Longmont, you know, Fleming Island, we're all part of the Ripple Effect family. And really, so it's just kind of creating these fundraising opportunities. I spoke with Ms. Hayes a little bit at the Black Belt, summit um, and just trying to find other females coming up in the system that want to support the Empower Her project, right? With even their own leadership's projects, do they want to sell t-shirts or do a bake sale or whatever and raise funds however they want to, to support that cause. So really it's just being able to find opportunities to fundraise at this point. I definitely don't want it to stop this year or even next year. Um, I'd love to see more women's self-defense seminars, whether they support Empower Her or not. This is the first one that we've done post-COVID, um, and I personally have missed them. I did my first one before I even joined, um, and it was a phenomenal course to be able to take without any martial arts training. So being able to come in as, yeah, I was a, you know, a student's mom, but as a member of the public and get the same amount and the same type of training and information as you would just by going to, you know, uh, a karate class, but that's more focused on how it's going to be an impact and a benefit to you is phenomenal. So really at this point, the future of Empower Her, I hope, is looking brighter than what I ever had planned. 
you know, we've got a Facebook page that people can join that, you know, I'd love to post, you know, updates and stuff on that. We don't have a website as of yet, but that's coming a little bit further down the road. And really at this point, it's just word of mouth and within our own ripple effect community, right? That this project and that this scholarship fund is here um, and the benefits that it could potentially provide to students. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about the future of Empower Her and, and where it could potentially go. Thank you for listening to the Ripple Effect Martial Arts Podcast. Find episodes and more at rippleeffectmartialarts.com.